Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. One in a million. Absolutely. So happy that we got to spend time with him. Uh, welcome to our number two of the first day, the WIBC Sunday Magazine Show. We're brought to you by Greg Cooper and Lisa Phillips, real estate consultants with Crossroads Collective at Compass Real Estate, CrossroadsCollectiveHomes.com. You can also find them at HoosierHomeValues2023.com. That's a great resource. If you want, if you want to find out how much your house is worth, right. that's it. One more time, Terry. What is it? HoosierHomeValues2023.com. Uh, terrific. That's Denny Smith, by the way. He's part of the show. Kylan Talley producing. Good morning. Donnie, you got to stick around, Donnie. Donnie Burgess I'm, I'm from the WIBC I'm Newsroom. I'm still here. They pulled me off the street, and Fantastic. now here I am. Fantastic. We are excited. <laughs> uh, thank you all for joining us on this May 7th. Terry Stacy, as I mentioned, and a uh, bit of a new schedule. Normally, you would hear Fox News at this time, but we've moved, everybody's kind of shifted back. The first day show now is from 11 to 1, and then uh, at 1 o'clock, you'll get your Fox News some, Sunday. Uh, in just a few minutes, we're going to hear from IndyCar driver Indiana's own Connor Daly. But first, <clears throat> excuse me, tonight's MTV, MTV Movie and TV Awards will not go as planned. Maybe you've heard, or maybe you know, maybe MTV Awards aren't your thing. But it's interesting that they're shifting away from a live ceremony amid the ongoing Writers Guild of America, the WGA strike. In fact, Drew Barrymore bowed out of emceeing the MTV Movie and TV Awards on Thursday in solidarity with the union members. So the writers, this is what they want, from what I understand. They are looking for a major overhaul in compensation for streaming residuals, as well as higher pay overall. Mm-hmm. Does it affect us? Does Do we care about this? Kylan, you've, you've got somebody we can talk to. We really do. I think who better to describe what's happening with the writers than a writer himself. So we have Rick Dunkel. He is a he was a producer and writer for Criminal Minds for about three years, 2012 to 2015 even, and then Criminal Minds Beyond the Border in 2016, and then even Deputy in 2020. A really great background in general. Rick, can you give us a little bit more of your background just to set the groundwork? Uh, yeah, sure. I um, Prior to becoming a writer in the industry, I worked on the corporate side. I've worked at most of the major studios from uh, Paramount, Sony, Disney, uh, Viacom, all of those. And uh, yeah, I was a writer-producer out in Los Angeles for about 12 years. Mm-hmm. A lot of experience out there. And did you ever experience really what's going on right now with the Writers Guild of America and what they're striking for? Yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, uh, I was a writer's assist script coordinator, so basically um, a writer's assistant who edits scripts when the last strike happened. Um, and we were in solidarity then, and that was they were fighting for what they called new media, which is streaming rights. And um, basically what's going on today is the studios and networks are uh, 
I'm kind of saying that, you know, there's not a whole lot of profit in streaming. And, you know, meanwhile, they're recording record profits. So it's kind of a, you know, disconnect between (laughs) what they're saying and what writers are experiencing. And um, more and more what they're doing is uh, trying to get around kind of paying writers what they used to do for network in terms of rerunning all of their material. Um, You don't really get the residuals that you once did. And they'll even uh, try to bring in writers to just kind of like knock around a season, write one episode and then end. Um, So what used to be, you know, jobs that were 10 months out of the year are shrinking down to like two months. And uh, so writers are finding it much more difficult to kind of make a living in their careers. Rick, this is Denny Smith. In, In most unions, there is an apprentice, a journeyman and a master. Tell me how a screenwriter is paid. Are you paid by the hour? Are you paid by the job? How do they pay them? And is everybody paid the same? Not everyone is paid the same, and it definitely uh, varies between film and television. So when you're a TV writer, uh, you basically are given, uh, for your first couple of years, it's basically a weekly salary. There's a minimum um, that you're kind of guaranteed per episode that the show produces. And then when you specifically have your name attached to an episode that you are doing the writing duties for, then that's additional. You get a per episode fee for something like that. Um, So it really does depend kind of, you know, when you're in a feature, you basically get paid for writing the movie and maybe a rewrite in TV. It depends on how many seasons, how many episodes are produced uh, really dictates what your salary is going to be. Mm-hmm. A lot of people looking from the outside in to what this strike is, we just hear that a whole bunch of writers are on strike. We don't really know what that means and how it's going to impact us. What do you foresee? How is that impact going to impact just the general audience? Well, um, last time this happened, a lot of shows basically weren't able to resolve their seasons in proper ways. Uh, I think the horror story that everyone kind of relates to is there was a show called Heroes back then. That was kind of a breakout hit, and then suddenly the writer's strike came along, and uh, they had to kind of figure out how to close out the season without the writers, and uh, it kind of became a disaster. So I think, you know, the worry there, I think what will happen is most shows will just end their seasons early. You might not get the um, kind of wrap-up that you might normally do at the end of a normal season, and then hopefully, you know, the writer's strike gets resolved, and those things will get resolved at the top of the next season. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of live programming right now that's already being affected. Stranger Things just announced that they're going to have to put a pause on that final season that was going to be produced. So we'll see where that ends up going. Johnny? Uh, Rick, this is Donnie Burgess. Um, one one thing I, was, uh, I wanted to touch on is that you are, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're also currently the general manager of UNDTV as well, correct? That is correct. Yes, Don. So from that uh, from that angle, you're dealing with students who want to enter a a creative space at, in, into the arts almost, and the industry obviously is not uh, cannot be so kind to the creative side of things often, and we're kind of seeing that right now. They're asking for more money, asking for more of. Uh, more benefit from what they are producing for all of these shows. How how do you go about translating everything that's happening right now to a young professional, to a student? Um, I think it's, it's really about telling the students to kind of 
stick up for themselves. I mean, one of the things going on with the Writer Guild right now is you, you see all of the other unions are coming out in solidarity for them because the, the matter – the fact is, you hear about this all across corporate America. It's just that when it's dealing with writers and TV shows, that impacts a lot more people because they're used to going home and watching shows. And now they're finding out that maybe their favorite shows aren't going to do what they said they were going to do right away. Or there might be longer waits. But what I tell artists is, like, you're always going to be kind of... Um, when you do your contracts, contracts only protect the corporation. They rarely protect the artist. And that's just kind of the industry that, you know, people are trying to get into. And you just need to recognize that um, corporations at the bottom, at the end of the day, they're looking at their bottom line. And when you look at all of these bonuses that studio executives are getting, you know, I think that that's where you see a lot of these decisions being made because they don't want to cut into their bonuses, but they're more than willing to cut into the artist's uh, fees. And, and I think that just tells you a lot about the nature of kind of corporate America. Mm-hmm. We're speaking with Rick Dunkel. He has a huge background in writing, producing, and then now he's moved on to education here at the University of Indianapolis, right down the street from us, and is the general manager of UND TV. He is giving us that insider look into the writer's strike. I'm curious to know, because I know that the uh, Writers Guild is also asking for contract language that ensures that artificial intelligence isn't used, is only used Mm. as a tool. And this has really become part of our conversation in all different areas, artificial intelligence. So what do you think about that and the future? Well, I mean, I think that's really important because... You know, the studios, I think artificial intelligence is being used for any opportunities to kind of make shortcuts. And, you know, we see it at the academic level where we're dealing with having to make sure that students aren't using it to write their papers. Well, you know, flip that on the other Mm -hmm. side and the studio is looking at, well, hey, if we can just make a computer write our scripts, why do we need to employ people? Right. You know, and I think that, (laughs) you know, that's worrisome, I think, across the board for no matter what industry you're in. Is that are we going to develop artificial intelligence to the point where it puts us all out of jobs? Right. And what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And the creativity goes kind of with it in a way. Rick, is there anything else that you would like the general audience to know about this writer's strike? Anything moving forward, how the industry might change? I think I would just say that, you know, um, writers aren't the only ones um, that are you know, they are the ones striking, but there are many other kind of avenues of creativity that are going to be impacted by what's going on, especially if the writers don't kind of make these demands and get this felt now. Um, I think that's why you see the directors and the actors coming on strong to support uh, pretty much all of the unions, actually, because if we don't start addressing these problems now, they're going to weed their way throughout all businesses. And, you know, we all know corporations tend not to look out for the workers when they can look out for their bottom line. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it, Kylan. Thank you a whole lot. And with this career change into education to teach the youngers all about what you've already learned, is are there any projects that you want to give a, a little shout out to while you have a moment with us? Well, just make sure you're listening to, you know, well, no, I can't say that, right? <laughs> about to pitch the campus station, but uh, That's okay. no, I just... 
you know, just uh, support you, Indy. You know, we're doing a lot of new things in TV, um, radio strong. Yeah, don't be distracted from electronic media. And uh, just um, kind of what I'm teaching the students is you can do it all yourself. You don't really need the corporate uh, giants funding you when everything's so much more accessible these days and you can generate all the content that you need yourself. <laughs> You're so good, Rick. First, thank you for being humble and considerate of what you do mention on air, but I do want to give you a shout out anyways. Terry, Denny, as you know, UND is my alma mater and I like to keep up with what they're doing and all the different things that they're accomplishing. And I got to see a screening of the first feature-length documentary that UND has created and that's thanks to Rick and the documentary class that he created. This documentary is called Faith, a documentary, and it's about the quest to explore what faith is to everybody. And it's a pretty cool documentary. The trailer's out on their YouTube page, UNDTV. I would highly recommend you go in and checking out all the work that they're doing in general. Thank you, Rick, for spending time with us today. Appreciate mm-hmm. the conversation. Hey, thank you, Rick. Thank you. You bet. It's 1217. You're listening to the first day on 93 WIBC.